<sighs> oh my god, John, were you up on Wikipedia all night? John, are you okay? You're you're shaking. You guys, you will not believe what I just read on Wiki. Welcome to Reddit on Wiki, the poorly researched, semi-funny podcast on random stuff we find on the internet. Who, who are you talking to? And why are you shaking so much? Subscribe to Reddit on Wiki on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Sean, I'm scared. Me too, buddy. Me too. The podcast you are about to listen to contains at least one of the following. Strong language, disturbing topics, abusive opinions, generally things that aren't appropriate for little kids or overly sensitive people. So, if any of that stuff's going to get your nose out of joint, this is your chance to turn it off. Welcome to I Had to Say It, the podcast where I talk about things that I feel need talking about, and sometimes they're not getting the attention they deserve. And your feelings, they're not under consideration. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of I Had to Say It. Uh, We're drawing towards the close of the year. Happy whatever winter holiday you happen to celebrate if you don't celebrate anything then i hope you're having a good day so i've been thinking about a lot of things this week and i keep telling myself i need to try and keep my stuff a little more universal and a lot of the things i talk about are universal they are not things that are specific to one particular place or one particular group now unfortunately some of the stuff is I talk about things that are affecting my life, which means I talk about things that are happening in the United States because that's where I live. I talk about things that are happening in the Midwest because that's where I am. I talk about things that I directly deal with because that's what pisses me off. And like a lot of us these days, my, a lot of my interactions with people comes through the forms of social media. So I do try and keep my perspective a little more global. Now, unfortunately, a lot of the things I do talk about are based directly on my experiences in the U.S., dealing with people in the U.S. Some of the problems I have to deal with, some of the issues I have with people are very much unique to this country because they are kind of contingent on the thought processes that are developed by living here. And things are not running smoothly here. You'd have to be a fool to think they are. There are definitely lines being drawn in the sand. There are very clear demarcations of where people stand on a lot of issues. And there's not a lot of coming together. There's not a lot of compromise. There's not a lot of willingness to change or to meet in the middle. And I recently had someone who was discussing certain things with me try and say that I am unfairly biased towards more conservative viewpoints and the the thing about it is I'm really not it's not that I'm unfairly biased it's that people on the extreme liberal side of things have been behaving in such a morally repugnant manner in this country recently I am not very conservative in most ways other than the fact that I think our federal government and to some extent our local governments, to a greater than local but lesser than federal extent, the state governments in this country are being run by a bunch of incompetent jackasses. I am in favor of smaller government. I do not want as much government involvement as the government seems to think they are entitled to. 
I am tired of people on the left telling me that the government needs more control and more regulation and things are somehow going to be fixed when they can force their opinions on everyone else. I'm not okay with that. I don't care if it's America. I don't care if it's anywhere in the world. I don't agree with that concept. And all the people who are trying to push it here would never drop their lives here and go to a country where those policies are in place because it, the policies they're pushing are not getting the results they want in those countries. Classes are hugely divided. Living standards are horrible. And yet they seem to think it'll work here. Now, I'm in favor of you know certain social programs, the certain social aspects of the way tax dollars could be used to better benefit the society. But for the most part, I really have a problem with the way politics is handled pretty much around the world, but primarily in this country because this is where I sleep. I really don't think if we had any of us common folk perform the way at our jobs, the way these incompetent shitheads in office do, we'd be fired out the door, gone. If the if there was a business that was run the way this country is run, it would be so far in the ground, you'd need excavators to find it. And yet we just keep allowing it to happen and we keep allowing it to get worse and allowing the government to get bigger and allowing them to grant themselves more power and to take more from us. And I'm not okay with that. That does not make me in any way, shape or form opposed to any particular groups. I am opposed to the fucking government. I get kind of tired of people t assuming I must be an intolerant bigot because I think the government has way outgrown its its purposes. They way overreach any authority they should have. I really don't think that the people who are trying to call me out as being one thing or another in any form or shape of intolerant or unaccepting of people in general, I don't have a problem with people on an individual basis. I have a problem with the way people get when they start getting into groups and they start the way people act when they are in groups. And I really have a problem with people that want to associate their shit mentality with my outlook on life just because they seem to think that people are trying to force their views to be invalidated. They somehow think the only way to validate their own views is to shove everybody else's opinion to the ground. These are the people that seem to be coming after me. I'm not calling things out to be spiteful. I call things out because that's how I view them. I'm not going to tell you you're stupid because I have something against something you have no control over. I'm not going to tell you you're an idiot because of what you look like or, or what your orientation is or even what your identity is. Will I tell you you're a fucking idiot if you did something stupid? Yeah, I will. If it's an objectively stupid deed, I will tell you you are being an objectively stupid individual. If you are being a petty, hateful, just ignorant, racist piece of shit, and that goes across the board, I'm just as willing. I'm an equal opportunity person. I treat people as equals. I believe in equality. I believe in, well, not necessarily equality, but I believe in meritocracy. I believe that your worth is determined by your actions and how you treat other people. I believe that how you are treated by other people should be impacted by the same factors. Not by what you look like, not by who you're in love with, assuming it's not a child, like that caveat I always throw in there. If you're a pedophile, if you're a domestic abuser, if you're a rapist, that little subset of people that somehow think that shit's okay and they're trying to normalize pedophilia or normalize, I shouldn't say trying to normalize, but 
people who fall, fall in line with domestic abuse or rape culture. And I'm saying rape culture because it is a thing. I'm not oblivious to the fact that it, there are groups that encourage that shit behavior. And if you belong to one of those groups, if you in any way, shape, or support one of those groups, even if it's sort of a passive support just by not speaking out against it, not saying anything about it, just saying, oh, that's just the way things have always been, you're just as bad as them. You are, at that point, a piece of shit in my eyes. Complacency and silence are just as bad, and that's one of the reasons things have gotten to the extreme that they've gotten to. We are living in a time where we should not be operating under as much ignorance and stupidity as we are. We have the world's information available at our fingertips. We have literally no reason to allow ignorance to pervade our lives. We have literally no excuses for just narrow-minded bullshit ways of thinking other than a degree of willful being a piece of shit. I don't know how to say it in a less abrasive manner because I feel like trying to say it nicely allows it to be downplayed or allows it to be misconstrued. In this particular circumstance, blunt honesty is the best approach. If you are a pedophile, if you are a rapist, if you are a domestic abuser, if you are taking advantage of people that you are supposed to love and care for, you're a piece of shit. If you judge someone based on their appearance, and that goes around the globe. If you have something against every single white person, if you have something against every single black person, every single indigenous person of whatever area you're in, every single Asian person, every single Latin person, every single person on the globe, if you can't get past their pigmentation or their ancestry or things that happened that were perpetrated hundreds of years before they were born by people who have been dead and buried for generations, you're a kind of a narrow-minded, bigoted piece of shit. I don't have a problem calling you out for it. You're looking for excuses to justify your own personal prejudices and your own personal hatred. It's not that all these things that happened before any of us were walking the earth are anything that anyone still here today should necessarily be answering for. The guilty parties, the people who legitimately you could take issue with over the facts, are dead and gone. And the people who perpetrate this shit and who capitalize on the after effects, by and wide, are not the ones that are getting attacked. Because that's punching up. And most of the narrow-minded fucks don't do that. They punch down because that's the only way they know how to look. And that falls squarely in the category of things I do legitimately hate. I hate weak-minded, petty-ass bullshit. Now, there are certain things that it's okay to be petty about. There are certain kinds of pettiness that I wholeheartedly endorse. But when you get into these big, broad-stroke situations where you're just kind of being a general fuckhead because you either just like being a miserable prick or you somehow feel like you've been wronged through no fault of your own and all the bullshit you're dealing with, or you're just a troll stirring the pot, which is also, unfortunately, a thing. And we've allowed it to become a thing. And trolls are not a new concept. They've been around as long as people have been around. But they're a lot more tolerated now than they should be. They have a lot more influence and a lot more sway than they should be allowed. One of the downsides to all, the, all this connectivity and all the social media is you get these narrow-minded, 
shitheads who build themselves little echo chambers and they draw people that are like-minded or weak-minded to themselves and they amplify themselves and they bolster themselves and all of a sudden they think they carry a lot more weight and importance than they actually should. And they get real comfortable preaching out all their narrow-minded bullshit from behind the security of their monitors because they think they're untouchable. And it goes back to what I've said in the past where there's way too many people out here that are real comfortable with the concept they're not going to get punched in the fucking mouth for what they're saying. And unfortunately, I feel, well, I don't know how unfortunate it actually is, but that may be changing sooner rather than later. It's going to get to the point where these people are going to be out acting in public, and it's been happening for a while now, but only to a minimal extent. And it's partially generational, partly just societal, where people act out in public because they are used to not having to answer for their actions. They think they are above consequence. They think that they are untouchable. And a lot of people are getting sick of that shit, and they're touching. They're consequenting. They are not taking any more shit. And I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing. And a big part of this is goes back to the whole cancel culture mentality. Because these people feel like, since they use their online voice to try and end people they don't agree with, that somehow that same weight carries out in public with them. And the thing is, if you want to cancel somebody face-to-face, you're going to need a lot more than just a loud mouth and very vocal opinions. That's just the way it works. Because if you try to end somebody face-to-face, if you try to terminate someone's career, if you try to push somebody where they are no longer capable to support themselves, to function. If you want to take away somebody's job and you're going to try and do it face-to-face, there's a much greater chance that you're going to wind up dealing with the consequences of putting someone in a position where they all of a sudden got nothing to lose. And knowing that you've lost the ability to eat solid food may make them feel a little better about the shit storm that you've just brought up on them because you didn't like something they said, because you didn't like something... You didn't like the way they look. You didn't like something they believed in. And you decided it was upon you to try and end their livelihood and to show them if they don't agree with you, they don't deserve to have anything. It's real. It's it's a very juvenile approach. And one of the things I really don't understand is the people most likely to perpetrate this are also the ones most likely to scream about how oppressed and how downtrodden and how shit upon they are. Poor them, their voices are trying to be silenced, even though they're the ones actively trying to end people's careers and to ruin people's livelihoods for not agreeing with them over something real simple. You know, someone else's quality of life that in no way, shape, or form directly impacts yours, but you don't agree with what they think, so you're going to try and ruin their lives. It's really just sad, and again, it's weak-minded, it's kind of pathetic, It's realistically, it's very telling if you subscribe to that school of thought. Now, to be fair, if you subscribe to that school of thought, you're probably not listening to this show. You might need to hear this show. You might need to have somebody tell you that you're not great. You're not this wonderful, beaming example for the rest of the world to follow. You're just as intolerant and hateful and stupid as everybody you claim to have a problem with. A narrow mindset, a mindset of our way is right and there is no other acceptable thing, is 
not okay. I don't endorse that to the far left or the far right. I've talked before about how I think a lot of the problems in today's world actually stem from the fact that there are way too many people who don't have real problems to deal with, for whom simply surviving is not keeping them occupied. People who have more than they need and more than they know what to do with, so they have extra resources, they have extra time on their hands, and they are not suffering any kind of deprivation or degradation that is a real and meaningful thing, so they need to generate and create this strife and drama so they f can somehow feel validated, feel important. And as much as they will not admit this fact, it makes them ridiculously easy to manipulate. It's been proven, it's particularly in the United States in the last year, year and a half, it has been very much a case of Emotions overwhelming common sense, uh, history being blatantly ignored in terms of track records of individuals and politicians and promises being made and never kept. And there's a lot of people sitting back here just saying, I told you so. There's a reason. It's not because they are saying it without any basis in reality. And it's not even being said with any real sense of joy or celebration at this point. It's, we told you this shit was going to be bad, and now things are getting bad. The exact things that the crazy naysayers and conspiracy theorists said were going to happen are happening. And people are turning a willfully ignorant, blind eye to the matter. People are flat out denying the validity but in this day and age of the internet, a lot of people out there have kept the receipts. We have proof of people making promises, proof of people being hypocrites writ large at this point. There are tons and tons of examples of this shit. And people keep digging their heels and no, I got to back my team. I have to make my play. And it doesn't really matter that the world's being run to hell in a handbasket and it's being done in a cart driven by your fucking feelings emotions are volatile emotions are not rational and emotions if you function primarily on the basis of emotions you are that much easier to fucking control and unfortunately a lot of people are that's what they want they want to be controlled because being independent being free being able to have this liberty and to guide your own ship and steer your own choice that also means you have to be responsible, and responsibility is scary, especially when you've never had to have it. When you were raised to, that the world owes you something and you should be able to get things just because you want them, and if you're not getting them, that's not fair. You're not being treated fairly. You are not in a position developmentally. You are not capable of dealing with responsibility. You can't take handle the fact that the course of your life is your own fault. It's a lot easier to blame somebody else, to say you're getting a raw deal, to say that it's, it's someone else's fault, and you need someone to save you. You need that parent figure. You need big government or big brother. Or, I mean, the, the irony in the fact that the woke culture is rewriting 1984 from a feminist perspective it's a literal plot point of the fucking story. 
you're reworking the works that existed previously to fit the narrative you are trying to project we were warned against this it uh anyway uh, we're gonna take a break here stick in the commercial thing When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, so thanks for listening to that. I'm going to touch on one more thing real briefly and then a little bit of housekeeping stuff. And then I'm going to say thank you for listening and have a pleasant holiday. But first, so one of the things that has come up recently is the the Build Back Better bill has pretty much been declared dead in the water. And that should tell you something about how bad it actually is. The Democrats control, by a slim majority, the entire Congress, the House and the Senate. And that means for this bill to have been stopped, it had to be stopped by people in their own party. Now, that's a good thing for the American people. That shows that it's not just blindly voting along party lines. But it's not a surprise to anybody who's been paying attention This massive bill was put in front of Congress with no time for review, no time for discussion, no time for amendment, or just here, vote on this. And fortunately enough, people did the right thing and said, no, this is fucking ridiculous. Now, the problem with that is it's still going to be a lot of back and forth. Nothing's going to get done. The government is going to keep spending a shit ton of money that... They keep raising their debt ceiling. Instead of you know doing what the rest of us have to do and learning to live within their means, they just keep increasing the amount of debt, extending themselves credit by taking from the American people. And the vast majority of that money goes to stupid pork projects and overseas to other countries. It's, it's really ridiculous, and the fact that it keeps happening just... That's a whole nother episode. That's a whole nother series. That's a whole nother conversation. The thing is, you can look at these professional parasites, career politicians, people who realistically, if they wanted to actually do what was best for the country, would do things like instituting term limits, a set number of times you can hold each office, a age where you are no longer eligible for certain positions, because if you can't get hired as a Walmart greeter because you're too fucking old, you should not be holding as much power as some of these motherfuckers have. But I digress. If you look at the the metrics, the the way a lot of the Senate's senators and congressmen are pulling back from the ultra-radicalized, ultra-extreme left, the fact that none of the promises that Biden and Harris made to get elected have been kept, not a fucking one of them. They promised they were going to get rid of student debt. The debt repayment resumes on February. So anybody that voted for him because of that, well, (laughs) sucks to be you. You fucked yourself. You fucked all of us in the process. Congratulations. They said they were going to get rid of the 
detention centers. All they did was rename them. They're still full of fucking people. They have not kept a single campaign promise. And somehow the ultra-radicalized left seems to find a way to blame the Cheeto. I'm not going to act like I was a fan of Trump, but at least some of the shit he did actually... He kept a lot of his campaign promises. A lot of people didn't like him, but he kept them. A lot of people didn't like a lot of the things he did. I didn't like a lot of the shit he did. He was definitely far from the ideal president. But there are certain facts that do exist. But, the you know, facts are facts. Whether you like the guy or not, objectively, there are certain things that are a fact. At the end of the Trump presidency, this was an energy-independent country. And a lot of people are saying, well, the president doesn't control gas prices. But by eliminating the energy independence that we had, by forcing this country to have to import its oil from the Middle East and to purchase oil from foreign countries, from Russia and from the Middle East, we have... That's why the gas prices have gone up. People always want to say it's not because of the president, but yes, it is. When you are changing the amount that the refineries are paying for their oil by changing where they're purchasing it from, when they have to incur shipping costs and... Uh, basically paying whatever foreign monopolies are going to tell them they're going to pay, the price is going to be reflected at the pump. It's not something they're just going to eat to keep making sure your gas tanks are full. And all this green initiative bullshit, which was a really big talking point, but extremely poorly thought out. The Green New Deal did not deal with all kinds of ramifications of their bullshit policies. And a lot of the problems that are in this country right now in terms of supply chain and all this other shit that they are blaming our lack of quality of lives is not due to any actual tangible, like it is a beyond our control circumstance. It is all basically without trying to, you know, sound too much like a conspiracy theorist. It's a manufactured crisis. It, is not an unavoidable circumstance. The product is there. The fact that it's all anchored off the coast is not something that's beyond our control. It's not climate change. It's not any of this other shit that there are their talking points. It's a manufactured crisis. It's a, there's a reason why shelves are getting empty again. It's a preview of what happens when you start putting severe socialist policies into place. And people are just, you know, oh, no, that's not what's going on. It's, I've talked before about cognitive disconnect and how it seems to be symptomatic more of one side than the other. Now, granted, the other side irritates me too, but, but that's kind of irrelevant at the moment because the other side's not the ones wielding the power. And the problem I have with the way things are going in this country right now is the left has realized that they are losing their control. They, it's slipping. The presidential administration has literally record low approval ratings and that's the president and the vice president both record low approval ratings supposedly the most voted for people in the history of the country are doing the worst job ever so that either means they're telling the truth about the voter numbers without getting too deeply into the whole voter fraud thing either they're telling the truth about the numbers and there's enough stupid people out there that did a really piss poor job of making their decision and making their voices heard or something's kind of shady. 
And if you actually listen to what these motherfuckers are coming right out and saying, they're saying it's not about who gets to vote, it's about who counts the votes. They're basically saying they want to take your voice away. They want to tell you what to do because for some odd reason they think they're entitled to. And based on the performance of a lot of people in this country, yeah, there's a lot of dumb motherfuckers out there who probably shouldn't be making decisions because that's a cultured thing. That's a grown condition. That was part of the plan. And that's just kind of a sad state of affairs. And, you know, hopefully the pendulum will swing back towards the middle. I'm really, I'm hoping we don't do the typical American knee-jerk overreaction bullshit and just go full-on hardcore, from hardcore left to hardcore right. It would be wonderful to see a more centrist and a more moderate government in place. I think the world would be a much better place. I think this country would get back to being a decent place to live if more measured heads and more calm tempers were running things. And that's my TED Talk. Thanks for listening to that. So, yeah, that's realistically all I have to say about current affairs in the United States as of today. Yeah, things are fucked up. The government is being as shady and as questionable as ever. The elected officials in the White House are basically coming right out and saying, we don't really give a shit what you think anymore. And people are either really freaked out by it and saying, I told you so, or flat out in fucking denial is, oh, that might have been what he said, but it's not what he means. They're they're telling you what the agenda is. They're following the playbook for destroying a population pretty much down to the letter. I know history is not a real popular thing anymore. It's not something that's taught nearly as commonly as it used to be, nearly as thoroughly as it used to be. I'm not saying I'm okay with all the whitewashing and all the bullshit that happened through history, but there's a lot of information that is undeniable. It's facts. It's truths. And we're not being taught those things anymore because an educated population is harder to control. Idiots that think they're educated but in genuine practice have no practical knowledge are much simpler puppets to handle. There's a lot less strings to pull. And we've got this mentality, and it's kind of a trickle-down mentality where you see it where they push the boundaries a little bit more. And, okay, well, this is what we're going to try and get people to accept now. And now we're going to move the bar a little bit more. Now we're going to move the bar a little bit more. And it's the problem is it's building like a powder keg. It's going to blow up in their faces at some point. It always does. Anyone who's studied history will tell you that. It always blows up in the end because people will only take so much shit. And hopefully when it blows, it won't be too bad for the everyday people. I mean, there's going to be a lot more discomfort coming down the line. There's going to be a lot more hard times ahead, I think. Some people are talking about you know, clinical situations. Some people are talking about economic situations. Some people are talking about recessions. They're never going to relinquish the control they gave themselves in the ter- name of handling a pandemic that, yeah, it sucked. It was terrible for the people. The pe- it was a really shitty way to die if you died from it. But the variants are becoming less and less lethal. But they're not talking about that. They're talking about how much more spreadable they are. Yeah, they're mutating into something more akin to the common cold. You can get it. You can spread it. You're going to get sick. Wash your fucking hands. Don't sneeze in people's faces. You know, the, the stuff we used to do when we were kids when they would tell us that we were getting sick. 
because it doesn't drive the narrative. It doesn't allow them to grasp more of your freedoms, more of your rights, more of your, your life. They want more control. They want more power. And they're using everything they can to take it. This is not the first time it's been done. This is not the first place it's been done. It's happened before. It will happen again. People keep trying to talk about a civil war. It's not going to be a civil war. It's going to be a revolution. It's there's there's a very fine defining difference there. It's not a civil war would be the country trying to break apart because of ideological differences and the way things are and the way people are scattered and the way people are arranged. That's not going to be the case at this point. It's not it's not north and south anymore. It's not east and west. It's going to be a full-on at some point these guys are going to try and grab too much it's going to be the end it's going to be the entire government getting overthrown and replaced not okay well we're breaking off to go away because we tried that a long time ago it didn't work because the powers of be are not going to allow that to happen and it's just as dangerous for them to we, we every country that's been broken up at some point winds up back together, except for Korea. Right now, Korea's kind of the big one where it's like, yeah, no, North and South are staying separate. And for all intents and purposes, I don't see that changing in our lifetimes. But, you know, we split Germany in half, and one half was free and the other half was communist, and that didn't last. And... Yeah, the U.S. pushing for, you know, Mr. Gorbachev, tear down that wall. If you don't remember that reference, you're probably too young to understand anything that I'm talking about right now. But that's because we let them stop teaching you history because history is dangerous. Because an informed population is a dangerous population to anyone who would be a tyrant or a figure in control. So, yeah, that didn't work. It more or less fell apart. But anyway, that'll be enough political ranting out of me for the moment, too. Uh, yeah, th- things are coming. Keep your heads down. Take care of each other. Do better. Be better. You know, I, I say it a lot. There's no reason why we can't. And lastly, if you made it this far, thank you for listening. Uh, just going to put it out there. I am in the coming year. I'm planning on adding a lot more guests to the show. Uh you know, more discussion type stuff. I want to do more fun things. Uh, I talked about the newsletter I'm going to be sending out. You can go to, I had to say com and sign up there. It's like on the homepage. There's a thing to sign up your email and starting in January, I'm going to be sending out a newsletter, just kind of a little, here's what's going on. Here's some of my random thoughts. Here's, you know, a recipe of the month or biweekly. I haven't, I'm really still kind of working out the logistics of how I want to do it. And a lot of that will be based on the feedback I get and the the engagement that comes with it because I want to I want to do something that people are actually going to use and people are going to enjoy. And if I don't have any feedback, I'm just kind of doing things I want and I enjoy. And that's really not the, the idea behind the concept. So to uh, button things up, like I said, in the coming year, we're going to be having a lot more guests on going to be having a lot more other podcast hosts and random people I think that would be coming on that would be cool I've got a couple tentative people already lined up uh, just have a couple of them I'm not entirely sure they've actually ever heard the show but they're interesting in talking to me or they at least they said they would be interested so I'm going to give them the opportunity to actually check me out before they commit 
But yeah, uh, we're going to be bringing on people to talk about financial independence, to talk about things you can do to help not necessarily shelter, but to insulate yourself from some of the coming shit that I think is on the horizon. Um, if you know anybody that you think would be a good guest, go ahead and shoot me a, a line either on one of the social media platforms or via email or by the show's phone number. There's Yes, there's a phone number. It's on the webpage. Unfortunately, I can't remember what it is, so I'm not going to drop it in here. Go to the webpage. I need the traffic. I need to justify the expense of paying to host the damn thing. So go to the webpage, fill out the form, pick up the, the phone, call me. I've had two messages in the last year, and uh, they both made me really happy. So so let me know what you'd like to see in the coming year, because I know where I want to go with this, but I do want to take you guys with me, and I would like to see some stops along the way that you guys want to see. So with that being said, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, happy Kwanzaa, happy Hanukkah, happy Yule, whatever it is that you're celebrating at this time of the year. Hopefully you're around family and loved ones, and even if you don't believe in anything in particular, I hope you have a great day. And for now, that's what I had to say. Thanks for listening to another episode of I Had to Say It. If you liked what you heard, leave a review, give us a follow, give me some feedback. And if you didn't like what you heard, leave a review, give me a follow, give me some feedback. I'll try and fix it. Check us out on all the social media platforms that I had to say at podcast is the trigger for all that stuff for the search term. And if you want, check out the website, www.ihadtosayitpodcast.com. There's links to people that have been involved with the program, things I've talked about. There are some links available for some merch that we're working on, and there are ways to contact us there as well. And thanks for listening, and I look forward to talking to you again soon.